Welcome to the Higher Love Podcast, where I make understanding the spiritual world easy. If you are wanting to connect with your most authentic self, unlock your greatest purpose, and learn unconditional self-love, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Chatel Krentz, self-made entrepreneur, psychic medium, self-love coach, and cat mom to my orange kitty, Winston. As your personal self-love coach, I am dedicated to help you understand how to use the spiritual world to your advantage, enhance your daily life, and raise your vibration to the highest heights. This is a space for you to acknowledge how to become the boss of your life and start loving every ounce of your days. Thank you for tuning in with me today as this new journey begins. Hello, my beautiful loves, and welcome back to the Higher Love Podcast. So today we're going to be talking about something that I absolutely love talking about. I feel like I start every episode like that, but it really is true. I love talking about the spiritual world and everything it has, everything that it comes with. So um, today we're going to be talking about vibration. Vibration is such an important part of understanding your soul and exactly what your soul needs. And if you have a low vibration, if you have a high vibration, wherever you are starting in your spiritual awakening, it's going to help you understand exactly where you should begin going through the beginning stages of your spiritual awakening. When I first started my spiritual awakening, I had to come to terms that even though I was a very positive person, I had a pretty low vibration. Now, um, I didn't have a low vibration because I was a low vibrational person. I actually had low vibration because I was something called an empath and I am an empath and I didn't understand what that was. I'm going to save this for a later episode, but if you are listening to this episode and you feel like maybe you have a low vibration, but the reasoning of having a low vibration doesn't really align with you, it might be because you are an empath. I had no idea what an empath was, and that really means that you feel other people's feelings as if they were your own, and it can be exhausting. So when I talk about the basics of vibrations and really understanding between, um, really understanding what a low vibration is and what a high vibration is, I'm talking about the basic of the basics. I'm going to leave for another later episode in the future to talk about what an empath is and how that vibration can be all wonky if you are in an empath and, um, And then that could probably uh, really relate to you. Oh my goodness. I do not like seeing spirits in the physical world. (laughs) I am in my office by myself and I just saw someone to the right of me. I don't know who they were, but it's not often if I see a physical spirit uh, in the physical world. But my goodness, that was sketchy. Um, (laughs) Maybe I should light some sage and have it go on its merry way, but I do not like that. No, 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 no. Um, Okay, anyway, let's get going with this podcast. (laughs) That really freaked me out. Okay, right, you're probably laughing here, being like, oh my goodness, Chatel, you're the psychic medium. You talk to spirits all the time. Yes, I do, but I rarely, rarely, rarely ever see them in this physical world, and it's still... It still psychs me out when I see them in the physical world, so a little laugh for you. Anyway, so I want to begin with what a vibration is. A vibration is a way to explain a person's overall well-being, really a form of explaining to somebody how that person is doing in their life, and that's such a basic form of understanding who you are as a person, right? So... If you are somebody who doesn't like to share their feelings, if you are somebody who doesn't like to in, go to look internal, understanding your vibration might help with that and could answer a lot of questions instead of doing all of this homework and really diving into yourself in a way that you're not comfortable with. Try to just figure out what type of vibration you have and maybe it'll answer a lot more questions that you have for yourself. So if you are somebody that doesn't have a very good sense of themselves, starting with understanding your vibration is a very good place to begin. Uh, It's a very simple step of understanding who you are as a person. So it's really just your overall your overall state of well-being. Every single person and thing has a vibration on this earth. So even if you are looking, because all vibration is energy, right? So I'm looking at my water bottle right now. My water bottle has energy. 
it is filled with atoms, which are broken down to energy. Uh, trees outside have energy. So that's why people say hug a tree. We are just all energy beings. And that's why people always say that we are all one. Because at the end of the day, if you break us down into little itty bitty things, we are all the same thing. A ball of energy. And energy is a vibration. So that is why if you hear like a new age hippie such as myself, I'm not like completely, I'm not a completely new age hippie, but my friends joke around that I'm pretty close. Um, That's why they say that because we are just balls of energy (laughs) in a big rock, right? So uh, that's why people do say that. So there's two types of vibrations. There's a low vibration, there's a high vibration. And if you are a low vibration, that is most likely because you are being ran by your ego. The ego is a whole other episode that I recorded and that is episode three. So if you don't understand what I'm meaning when I talk about the ego, make sure you go listen to that episode so you can really truly understand what I'm meaning when I say the ego because I am not meaning that you have a very big high confidence um, and you're cocky and rude. No, that's not what I'm meaning. I am meaning simply that you um, are being ran from a, a low vibrational place that wants you to be safe and secure always and you never and that part of you doesn't ever want to grow because you never want to die and yada yada yada. So go listen to episode episode three if you haven't already so you can really understand where I'm coming from today because if you don't then this whole conversation about a low vibration well might it might be a little bit confusing to you. So if you were around low vibrational people, you might realize that you feel down when you're around them and maybe your energy becomes like sucked out of you, right? The vibration in your body just becomes sucked out of you. So when you leave, maybe you feel drained, you feel extra tired and you're just like, what the heck? It's an unnormal, it's an unfamiliar feeling. It's weird. It's not normal. Um, and that's, that may be because you are a high vibrational person and And when you're around low vibrational people, it's highly effective. So in a negative way, and, and it kind of stinks because you, it was like, maybe you have people in your life that you love very much and you, um, you know, you want them in your life, but it's so hard to be around them because they are very low vibration and, Uh, We can be around those people, but we just have to protect ourselves the right way and maybe not be around them as much if you are at like a higher vibration. So keep that in mind if you do feel like you are someone who is a higher vibration and you have people in your lives that are lower. Uh, So people who are low vibration, who have low vibration, they love miserable company because you know the stereotype line of misery loves company, but it's so true uh, because who wants to... Uh, who wants to, when you're in a yucky, miserable, depressive state, get slapped with a happy stick by someone who is all excited about life? Nobody, right? If you are sad and miserable, you want to be around people that are sad and miserable so that you, they can be misery company with you instead of being alone. So um, that is why when you are around other people who are lower vibrational or ro- That is why when you are around people who are low vibration, lower than yours, you might feel like you are getting the life sucked out of you because essentially you kind of are. They're not cheerful. They don't really want to be happy. They're not looking for you to um, have them be happy in any way. So it's unfortunate, but you know, it's, if you, if you feel like you have someone like that in your life, don't worry, they can change it at any time. Um, but the, the ego, our, every single person's ego really lies in a low vibration. Um, it's not a bad thing that we have egos. So I don't want you to think that it's like this bad thing, like a low vibration is not a bad thing. High vibration is not like a, like it's a good thing, but it's not, um, it's not like a good versus bad thing. I'm not trying to do that, like saying like, oh, if you're low vibration, you're not a good person. No, there's multiple reasons why people are in a low vibration. And I feel like almost everybody on earth will feel low vibration at some time. But, you know, we have to understand what it feels like to live in a low vibration, right? To know what it feels like to be benefit beneficial from a happy and amazing vibration. So 
it is important to understand where you are at a low vibration and how that feels so then you can compare it to how wonderful and amazing um, like a high vibration feels. So now we're going to talk about um, the signs that you may be a low vibrational person. If you are a low vibrational person, you might repress a lot of toxic feelings, so feeling jealousy, bitterness, and resentment. So these might be on the forefront of your days. Every single day, you are feeling some type of jealousy, maybe when you go on social media or maybe when you're talking to a friend and every single thing that they say, you're just jealous. Um, you feel bitter when someone else uh, is excited, when someone else has something exciting going on in their life. You don't want to feel happy for them. You feel resentful. These are all low vibrational feelings, uh, but maybe you have some type of awareness that these are not healthy for you, uh, but you don't know how to how to overcome them. That's a very good sense of self-awareness and you are going to really highly benefit from understanding that it's not healthy for you to feel this way in your future. So just know that if this does relate to you, if these are the, the forefront of your emotions uh, every single day, know that this can be changed and you can heal, okay? If you are somebody that has been reassured over and over that there's nothing physically wrong with you, but you always feel tired and you just, you never feel rested even after a long night of sleep, that could mean that your vibration is low because when we have a low vibration, it's very tiresome. It's very exhausting and staying in that low vibration can actually manifest into later health problems down the line. So if you are someone who stays in a low vibration for a long time and doesn't really do anything about it, you can actually manifest things like arthritis, um, diabetes, anything that is like really health, like health yuckiness in the future, anything that's like really bad for our health in the future, uh, you could actually manifest that. So that's not something that you're wanting to do. <laughs> so... Um, again, it's really, it's really important to be aware of your, um, of your vibration. Also, if you randomly got a autoimmune disease out of nowhere after being the healthiest person that you could ever be, that could mean that you have a low vibration and you just don't even know it. And you actually manifest it in the low vibration, uh, some random disease that you don't understand what you got. So keep that in mind if you are someone who uh, doesn't ever really understand why you're sick all the time or you have problems. Keep that in mind. Actually, I can say this for myself. I wasn't like sick, um, like flu sick all the time, but I had sinus infection after sinus infection after sinus, sinus infection. I mean, I've had ear problems ever since I was a baby. My mom and dad got uh, tubes in my ears when I was two years old, I think, and I had to have two or three sets of them. I think I had to have three sets of them. That's how poorly my ears were draining. And then uh, going on and going on, I know now that as a teenager and as a young adult, my energy was low and that manifested in these horrible sinus affections. I mean, they were so bad. They were they were so bad. And that's all I would get. I would just get sinus, sinus infections. Uh, I would never get anything else. And the one time I had a sinus infection that was so bad, it actually turned into an upper respiratory infection and actually almost turned into pneumonia I think it was yeah I think it was like pneumonia it was crazy think thankfully it didn't but so um ever since I started going through my spiritual awakening I started to manifest getting help and I found this amazing doctor amazing doctor he was the best thing in the world I still love him to this day this awesome ENT and, and I should also mention that no doctor would listen to me. <laughs> no doctor would literally listen to me for anything that I was saying when I was trying to tell them that my 
I had these weird dizzy spells. Actually, I went to the doctor telling my doctor that I had weird dizzy spells. And she told me that I needed to lose weight. This is when I was 19. So if you could imagine how devastated I felt after she was telling me that I needed to lose weight, I'm like, oh, that's what you're telling me. So I'm too fat and that's why I'm getting dizzy problems. And come to find out that's not actually true at all. I just had really chronic ear pain and uh, I found this doctor who finally listened to me and he diagnosed me which he diagnosed me with what it's called cholesteatoma. Now he did refer it as a as a tumor and a cyst, so I don't know what to refer it to. However, I do know that it does work like a tumor. So what I was doing is I had a really bad ear infection one time and it ruptured and I didn't heal properly. So this ruptured eardrum started to form this tumor cyst thing and this tumor cyst, whatever you want to call it, cholesteatoma, was wrapping itself around my bones and then it would deteriorate so it would like eat my bones and it would just get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and the worst uh that it can get is it can see it can literally start to um uh like seek into your front uh, cortex of your brain and then it can start eating your brain and then you eventually die which is absolutely horrifying. And when I was 23 years old, I was diagnosed with cholesteatoma and then I got a, a nine and a half hour surgery to get that out. And to this day, I don't know how large it was, but all my doctor said it was an extra large uh, thing, whatever. <laughs> I don't know what to call it. Tumor slash cyst. It was an extra large one. And he cut my ear from the top to the bottom, folded it over, and he scraped it away for nine and a half hours. I was under uh, the knife and it was scary. I just had turned 23. I was baby and it was terrifying. And it's no secret that all happened because I had a low vibration. I don't, I don't doubt for a second in myself that my vibration was so low that I was under so much depression and so much anxiety that that manifested into that which I could have literally died from. Thank goodness that I caught it. I knew something was wrong with me. And if you are somebody that is going through something and you just know something is wrong with you and every single doctor is telling you no, do not believe them, honey. Do not believe them. Do not believe them. Find a doctor until somebody believes you. I am going to shout that out a million times. I had to go through four or five doctors. (laughs) Before an ENT would actually listen to me, like literally going to different doctors, my I went to uh, my primary doctor, and then she's the one who told me that I um, should lose weight because I was having dizzy spells. I switched my primary doctor, so that doctor went and listened to me, and then I listened. I switched my primary doctor; he didn't really listen to me, and then I went to another ENT in the same office that I ended up going to. He didn't listen to me until he looked into my ear and he said to me, "He's like, this is this is on a much larger scale than I can help you with, so I can't really help you. I'm going to refer you to um, the doctor. I can't remember his name, but the doctor that I ended up going to. So I saw four doctors before someone would actually deal with me. How sad is that? How freaking sad. So don't, if I would have just let it go, because my symptoms were, I felt off balanced and I felt dizzy and my ear hurt. I had like chronic pain in my ear and that's it. That's all. I, it really wasn't a whole lot of symptoms. So, um, you know, if you do feel like there is something wrong with you, do not give up. Um, so yeah, that was a crazy story, (laughs) but this next one that I'm going to talk about, I can relate to literally so much. Like when I'm thinking about what a low vibration person is dealing with, it has me written all over it. Okay. Um, if you have a low vibration, you don't really know what you want from your life or what your major goals are. I can tell you that it wasn't until last year that I didn't start actually um, 
creating major goals for myself. And I still would say that I slack in putting out major goals because I still am like fearful. I'm going to disappoint myself if I don't complete that goal. But that's something that I'm working on right now. I'm really consciously working on that. Um, But When I was younger, I could tell you, like if you listen to the first episode, you will listen to me say that, you know, I would know that, oh, I I wanted to go to um, high school, cosmetology school, uh, college, and be a social worker. But that was never my, that was never my story. That was like the really good story that everybody else wanted to hear. So I don't really um, identify with me knowing exactly what I wanted because that was never what I truly wanted. And let me tell you, I had no idea what the hell I was doing in college. I mean, I really did not understand where I was going, what I was doing, anything in that regard. And it was very, very, very confusing for me. So you might be feeling some confusion around major life goals or you don't know exactly what you're wanting to do in your life. Just like with my experience, I didn't know what I wanted. I thought I knew, but it was really everybody else's uh, opinion on what they thought that was best for my life. And come to find out, that's not what I wanted to do at all. So that is definitely a sign that you are in a low vibration because you're not very clear on what you want. And if we are not clear on what we want, we are a sponge to absorbing what everyone else wants for us. And that's just not healthy. That's not healthy. (laughs) I didn't realize. There's so much that I have realized through the spiritual awakening. It is kind of crazy, but that's one thing that I didn't realize is that if if you don't know what you want, You are a sponge for other people to tell you what you should do, and you will never be happy unless it's something that you truly want. So that was very interesting to me. You are a dry sponge that can absorb anything else that people come at you with. And because you don't, you don't know, you don't have, you know, you don't have major direction, um, it's so easy for you to just be like, okay, I'll do this or okay, yeah, I'll do that. But it's not truly aligned with your soul. But you don't know that when you are in a low vibration, right? Because you don't have your major goal set. You are not aware of what you're wanting to do. So another sign is always feeling guilty about something. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Can I relate to this or what? Ugh, Guys, I'm telling you right now, I had no idea that my vibration was so low. (laughs) I really didn't. So if you're listening to this and you're just like, wow, Chatel, you're really calling me out. I'm calling myself out. (laughs) Um, You know, always feeling guilty about something, always thinking that you did something wrong. Maybe you actually look for things to feel guilty over. Maybe things go right and everything is totally fine, but you're like, oh, well, is this person mad at me? They haven't texted me back in five minutes. Or, you know, my best friend looked at me funny or she said something awkward to me and that's probably my fault. Like I probably shouldn't have said that to her. I actually, I had this very recent big discovery, which it's another podcast episode, (laughs) but that I'm a people pleaser. And within being a people pleaser, it really, you do really feel guilty about a lot. And I never realized how often I feel guilty about other people making me feel bad about myself. So someone does something very hurtful to me and I feel guilty and I'm like, well, what did I do wrong? Instantly. How horrible is that? That doesn't even make any sense. I am not even giving myself respect. I am not even giving myself the love that I deserve. Who does that? So when I recently, like, I literally just discovered this on Saturday through a meditation that I had. And I'll go in very, very much detail um, in a later episode. But when I came to terms that I was literally finding things to be to be guilty about, it was so eye-opening to me. 
I can't even describe to you the shock that I felt when I discovered that I do people please and I try to find things to feel guilty about. And it's something that I am working on myself. And if you feel that you are somebody that if someone does something wrong to you, if they really hurt your feelings, if they were extremely disrespectful to you, and then you're trying to figure out what you did wrong and how you feel guilty about what they did to you, you most likely are in a low vibration and you most likely need to work on self-respect and self-love just like me. Um, It's still something that I'm trying to wrap my brain around if I'm being totally honest with you because I for so long didn't think that I was a people pleaser. For a very long time, I just thought that I was a nice person. (laughs) I just wanted to uplift other people and make them feel good. But there's a very different way of making someone feel good and doing something nice for somebody versus being desperate to give that to being desperate to have them respect you and show you love and attention and affection. There's a very different fine line and I had I've recently have come to terms that I was like desperate for these people who were highly disrespecting me to show me love and compassion in the way that I was I would give them. And I just had to come to terms with hello girlfriend You cannot show someone, you cannot force someone to give you love and respect just like you are giving them. And if they don't give it to you, they don't need to be in your life. And just point blank, they don't need to be in your life. So another sign is maybe you spend too much time complaining about things that you have no control over. This is huge. Um, I used to be a complainer. I'm just going to throw myself right out there. I definitely used to complain about a lot. And honestly, when you complain about things that you have no control over, what are you doing? You are just sitting there and you're complaining and you're complaining and you're complaining. And that's it. That That's it. You cannot change anything. So if somebody, if you don't like the way that somebody did something to you, say that you were hanging out with um, a friend and they did something that really bothered you. And you're like, oh, I just hate when that person does this. You know, um, they walked into the house with their shoes on and you didn't say anything to them. So this person is walking through your house with their shoes on. They don't know that it's not okay because you never said that it wasn't okay. However, you're just going to sit here and complain about it over and over and over and stir on how you don't like that this person is doing that. Yet you never said anything to them. So the problem's never going to change. Yet you're still complaining. You are creating your own problems. (laughs) Like you are creating your own problem. If you tell someone, hey, like next time, can you not wear your shoes in the house? I like my rugs to be cleaned. Um, I like my floors to be cleaned. And they say like, yeah, no problem. Okay, the problem is fixed. But they, you have to give them the knowledge that that is upsetting you. And if you don't, and you're just constantly in a complaining circle, a vicious cycle of someone does something, you complain about it. So then say you avoid them. Say you go so far with, well, I'm just not going to have them at my house anymore. They, that person still has no idea what they did wrong. That person still has no idea what happened to your friendship to make it So you have distance. All in all, you are just upset that they walked around with with their shoes on in your house and you never talked to them about it. They're going to be so confused. They don't know that they did anything wrong. Maybe they're okay with walking around shoes in their own house. So they're fine with it. So you have to figure out how to communicate with people what your problems are and what why you feel is why you're upset about that thing and if you are just complaining about things and never have a solution for that complaint or never try to fix it you are the person who is creating your own problems and it's not going to be fixed until you realize that you have to be a problem solver and not a problem maker maybe you like to pick fights 
Uh, you have an argumentative conversation style. You like to pick fights with others. Uh, this is going to be pretty uh, apparent in your significant other's relationship. Now, if you are someone who picks fights with other random people, friends, cousins, family members, parents, whatever in your parent in your in your life, that is definitely a huge sign that you are in a low vibration. Uh, but I feel like all in all, most likely there's people that are going to be fighting with their significant other more than fighting with like random people in their lives like I feel like that is just a very select few people but uh, if you do know somebody who likes to fight with everybody and always has to be right or just always has to be have a uh, like controversial conversation just know that they are definitely in a low vibration but those people I feel like stick out very easily (laughs) but if you are somebody who is constantly arguing with their significant other and constantly looking for problems, um, you're in a low vibration. This is because you probably don't know what a normal relationship without a fight looks like. So your normal is fighting. Your normal looks like tension, right? So if you are constantly picking fights, look to see how your example for your relationship, whoever raised you, how do they communicate? What was your normal while you were looking up? It's so important to understand this because it's not healthy to be in a fight all the time. However, if you are someone who is so used to that, you actually might feel like you are threatened unless you and your significant other are in a fight. And I know that kind of sounds wonky. Like you're like, that doesn't really make sense. Um, It does to somebody who is so used to fighting all the time. It definitely makes sense to somebody that is what that constantly watch their parents fight all the time. So if you are someone who is looking, picking for, uh, picking a fight or is constantly looking for something negative in their, in your relationship, just see if this has anything to do with how your childhood was and try to fix that. Try to find safety in a calm situation. Try to find safety in a situation that is healthy and bright and fun and not um, not in a fight. Try to find your safety and your peaceful bliss of the relationship instead of repeating the same nasty chaos that you watched for yourself. It's going to get uncomfortable. If you are a person that is used to fight, be fighting, it's going to be really uncomfortable for you to find safety and a peaceful, blissful moment in your relationship. However, it's going to be so much better for you and you will love it a million times better. So keep that in mind if you are if this relates to you at all. Another sign is your mind always goes straight to the negative side of any potential plan or suggestion. So this does not relate to me. Um, I am not a person that always goes straight to the negative side. However, I know people that do. I have people in my life that go straight to the negative thing and I cannot stand it. Um, It's very frustrating to somebody who doesn't want to look at the negative side, right? And if you are someone who goes straight to the negative side, to be completely honest with you, nothing good ever comes out of just going straight to the negative side of things, ever. Nothing good goes straight, nothing good comes out of going straight to the negative side. That's like, that's annoying. That's frustrating. It's literally just going to make you upset. However, when you're in a low vibration, you don't feel safe when you're happy. So it feels good to you that you're going to the negative side. So be mindful of that. Make it normal for you to go to the happier side and find peace in that happier side of you and try to begin to raise your vibration. So if you can relate to this, uh, please don't worry. You can absolutely change your vibration whenever you choose. It's going to take work. I'm not going to say that's going to be easy, but like anything at all, the first step is acknowledgement. <laughs> um. When you when doing this, you have to first connect with your inner soul and truly see where your energy is being leaked. So when you have a low vibration, that just means that you are giving you are giving it away. Remember when I was talking about how if when you are a low vibration, you are a sponge, you are a sponge, you are a dry sponge, 
and you will just take whatever anybody takes you and absorb it in. That's because you don't have boundaries, right? You don't have that self-respect. You don't have that self-love. So if you're lacking all of these things, then start with giving yourself self-respect and then do self-love and go on and go on and go on. Uh, Like I said, this is going to be hard and it's going to look different for everybody. Maybe you start with therapy. Maybe you start with journaling. Maybe you start with meditation. Maybe you start with journaling and figuring out uh, exactly what's going on in your mind. Maybe you start with reading some books. Whatever it may be, you have to start somewhere. So on the flip side, let's talk about if you have high vibration. So if you have high vibration... Uh, You are a person that is self-reflective and generally have a good grasp on your own motivations, feelings, and thoughts. See, it's funny because I just was talking about how I can relate so heavily on the lower vibration side. However, this is something I can relate to so much. I know my feelings. I know that I'm a very emotional person and I know that my zodiac sign is cancer and that a cancer in general is just a very, very, very emotional person. So my emotions are basically like a roller coaster. And I know when I'm feeling sad, I know when I have anxiety, I know when I'm getting a depressive episode coming on. My thoughts, I know that I have intrusive thoughts. I'm very, very self-aware and I'm very self-reflective. I feel almost too much sometimes because then... It just like gives me anxiety because I'm just like, oh my God, should I feel this way? Like, I don't know. Um, So that's something I'm working on. (laughs) You feel like you live in the present moment of the time rather than obsessively dwelling on the past or worrying about the future. Uh, This is something I'm working on. (laughs) This is definitely something I'm working on. Um, I definitely live in the future, which is not okay. I used to live in the past when I was a teenager and a young adult, but as I'm getting like older and older, I'm now living in the future and that's giving me so much anxiety. So I've kind of like flipped it, but I am working on like focusing on me in the present. And, uh, you know, I've been meditating almost every day. So that's been helping me. Um, but yeah, that is definitely something that I'm working on. And if you feel that it's something that you struggle with, uh, just take some time to kind of breathe in the moment and ground yourself. Uh, I like to envision roots coming out of my feet into the ground, into the core of the earth. Uh, that's a very good way to ground yourself. Walking barefoot outside is a very, very, very good way to, um, to, to ground yourself. So grounding yourself is a very good way to, um, to be in the present moment. You have a pretty stable mood and would be described as being an emotional, emotionally balanced. That is not me. <laughs> That's not me. I mean, you got to make some light in it, right? Like you, you, when you're calling yourself out, you got to make some light in it. Yeah, that's not me. Um, I am definitely not a stable mood and I don't believe that I'm emotionally balanced. No, mm-mm. I'm a very emotional person and I, but the funny thing about that is I love being emotional and I kind of get called out for that a lot. Like, oh my God, like my whole childhood, oh, you're just emotional, blah, blah, blah. But I really feel like that's one of my superpowers. I love being emotional. I love the fact that I can watch, you know, my favorite movie and cry like it's the first time that I've seen it, which by the way is P.S. I love you. I love being a hopeless romantic. I love feeling all of these feelings that I do feel because I really do feel like I can relate to so many people. And when I'm doing psychic medium readings, I feel like I can, well, I know I can just say exactly what someone is feeling for them. And I feel like because I feel so many feelings throughout the day, that's why I'm able to do that. I really do feel like it's one of my superpowers. So Maybe for someone else who's not a cancer, <laughs> you want to be emotional, uh, stable mood, but I don't know. We'll see if that ever happens for me. Maybe I'll do this in a year and see. Maybe I'll be emotionally stable then. I don't know. Another sign that you have a high vibration is that you are a disciplined person and almost always follow up with uh, your commitments or goals. And 
this took me a long time to do to like set boundaries. I'm still working on it. It's a work in progress, right? But to set boundaries around my commitments and goals, that was very difficult for me when I first started working from home. Um, being a disciplined person for me was not easy. I'm like, like I said, I'm still working on it. Uh, but it like I was my own boss, right? So if my best friend called me up who just so happened to not be working for two or three months before uh, her wedding, who I was the maid of honor at, <laughs> and I should say, um, she would ask me all the time, like, hey, do you want to run this errand with me? Hey, do you want to run that errand with me? And I was working at home, and I'd just be like, yeah, sure, let, let's go, because I could, because I'm working at home. I don't have a strict schedule. So now um, I don't do that anymore. Now, like, if my mom asks me to do something, I'm like, mom, I'm not available until after three. Uh, you know, I'm not available until this time. If my best friend calls me in the morning, I'm like, I will talk to her after this time. I'm doing something right now with work. And I'm not going to lie. It makes me feel guilty. Just like I was talking earlier in that low vibration. It makes me feel guilty when I do this because I feel like I'm not there for them. But I have to work on that. It is okay. They can wait. And that is something that I'm working on. I, I, it's, it's hard. It is really hard for me to tell myself like, no, they can wait. You're doing something right now. It's okay. If they really truly needed you, they would text you some urgent, important message. And then I would understand like, okay, they needed me. Um, I can call them back, whatever. But yeah, that that's hard. I'm not going to lie. That is very hard for me. But um you know, I'm working on it. So that's definitely a sign that you have a high vibration. Another sign is that you have high levels of empath, um, empath abilities, which that is definitely me. Like I feel like I have a low vibration with some high tendencies uh, in, the, in my current state of mind right now. And one of my high tendencies is having a very extreme awareness of my empath abilities. And that is super hard. And I can put myself in another person's shoes like that in a split second if I wanted to and it's almost kind of like scary to me because I'm like wow and that's why it has given me so much anxiety because I can feel other people's feelings as if it was my own and now I'm feeling all these other people's emotions and it's just like holy crap for a little while I was like well what are mine what are yours why like it was leaking so I've been working on having it not leaked but I can I can understand somebody else's perspective and point of view very, very easily. Like it's, it's weird. Um, sometimes people will tell me that I'm wrong and I'm like, mm, uh, no, I, I, I'm not wrong. <laughs> I know that kind of sounds weird. Uh, but I, I know that I'm not wrong, but people get afraid of me being right. People get afraid of sharing with me that I'm right. And I'm like, mm, I don't know what to tell you. And, uh, I'm, I know that I'm right. And it's funny because those people who would tell me that I was wrong would come back to me later time and be like, mm, you were right, but I was just really afraid of telling you that you were you were right because you're so spot on with how I'm feeling. It's like you're inside my head. And I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. It's just a gift I have. <laughs> it's just a gift I have. Um, feel Feeling grateful for all the re resources and the people and experiences that you have in life. So feeling grateful is definitely, and I feel grateful all the time. Like I literally cry out of gratitude sometimes because I'm constantly thinking about all the wonderful things in my life. And feeling grateful is one of the highest forms of emotions that you can feel. So that's super important for you to um, for you to realize is that gratitude is the next to love is the highest emotion that you can feel. So if you are feeling any type of negativity, turn it around to gratitude and I almost will guarantee your vibration will be higher. So that's super important to recognize. Full of exciting inspiration and you don't feel energetically blocked. So if you are somebody that just has the ability to free flow ideas within you and it's not, you don't ever feel like you are stuck in any way, um, that's probably because your vibration's high. And if you feel like you are stuck, that's probably because your vibration is a little bit lower. Another sign is that people naturally open up to you, finding you sensitive and trustworthy. This is huge. 
if people feel like they just, like if you meet a stranger, this happens to me actually often. This has happened to me ever since I was a little girl. I would have friends. I was a cheerleader for most of my life. Surprise, surprise. (laughs) But I would have girls literally befriend me and (laughs) tell me when I was in school, I don't like cheerleaders. I've had I don't, maybe like three or four different girls tell me this in high school. I don't like cheerleaders, but you're different and I really like you. You're not like an average cheerleader. You're like, you're like a different cheerleader. And I do feel like this relates to this because they just naturally gravitated towards me and didn't care that I was a cheerleader with every other person that was on my team, they judged them just because they were wearing a uniform, but they didn't do that to me. So I have always been able to just open up uh, very naturally and people have been able to open up to me very naturally and very smoothly and just vibe with me. And I've just, I've always appreciated that about myself that people just kind of open up to me very, like very, People just kind of open up to me very willingly and it hasn't, it's not difficult. Like I can literally talk to a stranger and within 10 minutes we know almost our whole life story. So that's been, I really have appreciated that about my life um, pretty much through all my whole, my whole life for 28 years. That's how I've been. (laughs) So uh, I do believe that people perceive me as having high energy or a high vibration, I I should say. Um, just a very high vibration person. Uh, and I do appreciate that because I'm working on it. And uh, I always want to be in high vibration. So that that does make me happy that I, I believe that I'm perceived as like a, a high vibrational person. And the last one that I'm going to talk about is that you forgive other people for their mistakes and you forgive yourself as well. This is such a good one to end with and such an important one, probably the most important one, is that you have to be able to forgive yourself. We all make mistakes, right? We all have our own problems. We all have issues and just yucky things that have happened to us. We've all made mistakes. We have all gone through stuff. We have all gone through shit. You have to be willing to forgive yourself. It's so much easier to forgive forgive someone else, right? Especially if they apologized, especially if you have to see them all the time. But you have to forgive yourself for putting yourself through the mud with whatever you did, with whatever, whatever happened, it doesn't matter. You have to forgive yourself for allowing yourself to have this happen to you. Maybe you are a person that people pleases, aka me. And you have recognized that you have allowed people to take advantage of you and to be hurtful for, to you and disrespect to you because you didn't even have the respect and the self-love yourself. So in that regard, you have to forgive yourself, aka I have to forgive myself. <laughs> I, have to give, for, I have to learn how to forgive myself because of the yucky things that I've allowed other people to do in my past. And that is definitely very difficult. I have forgiven the people who have hurt me and now I have to work on forgiving myself and that is very hurtful and, or hurtful, that is very difficult. And, um, you know, I'm going through this process with you guys. I know that I'm a psychic medium and I am actually opening up healing abilities in my, in my practice. And I just discovered my new love for Oracle cards. I was into tarot cards. Now I'm into Oracle cards. And I know that I'm tapped into the spiritual world, maybe more than, than whoever is listening to this. However, I am still going through these things with you guys. I want you to feel like you are discovering yourself with me. We are going through this together. We are not higher than one another. We are the same. And I hope you see that. So I hope that you really enjoyed listening to what a high vibration looks like and a low vibration looks like. Neither of them are wrong. Neither of them are bad. It's just the difference between a high vibration and a low vibration. And if you are in a low vibration and want to transform to a high vibration, it really just takes a bunch of self-love and self-respect and self-awareness, honestly, 
That's all it takes. So I want to begin ending every single episode with an oracle card. Uh, This is just something that kind of came to me. And I think it would be really fun to end every episode with a new oracle card. So how this is going to work is I'm going to just shuffle my cards really quick and I'm going to ask for a message, an intuitive message for my listeners. What is an intuitive message that my listeners need to hear? Oh, got it. Liberation. So this card is absolutely beautiful. There's an angel on it with these gorgeous wings on either side and they're spread out. And this third eye chakra is right above. So what this tells me is that maybe you are feeling stagnant. Maybe you are feeling like you are needing to um, uplift your energy and kind of get through that sticky mud that you're in. And how you can do this is by decluttering your home. Maybe it's been a while since you have taken some old stuff that's laying around the house that you don't really need anymore. Maybe you're keeping an attachment to whatever that these old items are. Cleanse your house of the stuff that you no longer need. Maybe reorganize a a room that you really like and kind of shift it around so then you can feel better within that home. But really what this card is showing me is that third eye chakra above the angel is that you may feel stagnant energy, like you are stuck, like you have lack of motivation, but you know exactly what you need to do to get out of that. That's what this third eye chakra is. Our third eye chakra is where I actually see my spirits when I'm doing my readings. If you can imagine an apple and now bite the apple and now throw it on the ground. That was all done in your third eye chakra, okay? So within your third eye chakra, you can imagine exactly the life that you are wanting to live. So if you have been called to do some spring cleaning, if you have been called to do some um, organization, that is because you are needing some type of organization for you to clear your energy and you will get liberation, liberation from you organizing and cleaning your home. So if you feel physically, if you feel emotionally stuck, it's because you are physically putting yourself in a bit of a mess within your home. So organize your home, get it all cleaned, get it all nice, and you will find liberation in your life and be able to clear up whatever is going on inside that is making you feel stuck. So I hope that helped you. And if you feel like that message resonated with you, if you feel like you can relate to that, please screenshot it and post it on Facebook, post it on Instagram, and tag me there, okay? Make sure you tag me and let me know how you felt about this little reading at the end of my podcast so I can continue to do it and make sure that you guys are liking it. I hope you have a fabulous day and even better tomorrow. Love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in with me today while you connect more with your authentic self and raise your vibration. I am so excited to connect further with you and to continue to make understanding the spiritual world easy. If you like this episode, please leave a five-star review as it helps me continue to keep sharing with you. If you would like to connect with me even further on social media, find me on Facebook or Instagram at Higher Love Index. Remember, you are amazing and right where you are supposed to be. Catch you later, love.